Welcome to One Size Fits All, a podcast that's a little bit of everything and a whole lot of nothing. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Rachel. Today we're talking about the ups and downs of social media. Social media? Yeah, you know, like Facebook, Twitter, all You don't that like stuff. to be social. I'm not a social person. But today we're going to talk about social media, which is being social without being social. Okay, kind of, yeah, right? I, I'm better at social media than I am in person. That's kind of what I think of social media. I think of you being social without actively being social with somebody physically present. And nobody knows who you are half the time. Some of the time. It's really kind of creepy, actually, some of the things that you see on social media. But so, yeah, let's, we're going to tackle some of that today. So we think of social media, and while there's a lot of different kinds of media... I want to focus just for a minute on the topic of social media is what most of us think of, which is your Facebook, your Twitter, your TikTok. That's what I really want to focus on for the moment. So I just read a cool fact, Chris. Cool fact. Cool fact. Cool fact. Cool fact coming your way. There are actively 2.85 billion users of Facebook right now in the world. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people that use one app. Right? That's a lot. Like I use it. I know. I do too. But it's just like, I was thinking about that. I'm like, that's a lot of people that use the same app. So 2.85 billion people. That's It just kind of blew my mind. I knew it would be a lot of people. I just wasn't expecting it to be quite that many people, I guess. Maybe I'm ignorant, I guess. Well, how many billion people are in the world? I don't know. Like 8 billion? I have no idea. I don't know. Probably should have looked It's more than what I can count on my hands and my toes when I take my socks off. Just a little bit. Just a little Just bit. Just a little bit, yeah. So most of you out there probably have some type of media account that you use to keep track of other people. I have Facebook, and that is a main point of connection for me to, especially like family I don't see on a regular basis. Um, it's a good way to keep in contact with them. I keep in contact with a lot of my church family, a lot of, you know, their going-ons and things. Um Parents, they bring their kids into our church and stuff like that. I've become friends with them. Stuff like that. And that's mainly what I use it for. Would you say about the same? Your Yours is more of a connector? Well, Facebook primarily, yeah. I use it for the personal people that I know somewhere in my life. I mean, I have high school friends on there that I haven't talked to in person since high school. Which is a long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. Don't remind me. <laughs> Reunions next year. <laughs> yeah, so, and, like, family, and family that moved away, or family I would never talk to otherwise have found us, same last name kind of thing, and we've grown to learn about each other's family, and I think that's a really awesome aspect of it. I also use a lot of other apps, too, but I'd say that's the only one I really use for personal use. Okay. So... We also use Facebook as something other than personal. We have Facebook for my ministry, and I use that as a way to expel the gospel. We use it as um, our CCR games. We have a small video game store, so we use it as a business venture kind of a way to put funny memes out there about video games and encourage people to come to our website, things like that. Right, and like I'm part of trucking groups on Facebook. Yeah, and that's another thing of Facebook, right? You can have groups of people that like the same thing or part of the same, like, you know, area of things so that you I, can talk about those things. I think most people know what Facebook is, though. 
Probably. So we're I mean, preaching but, to the choir. But then again, 2.85 billion people use it, but that means there's like 5 billion that don't. Well, yeah, but I think most Americans probably know at least about Facebook. Hey, people can hear us in other countries. Well, that's true. We we can't talk to everybody across the world. I'm exactly. not trying to say that, but I'm just, our primary audience probably knows what Facebook is. Probably. So, yeah, Facebook has is probably the biggest name in social media. I would say. I mean, I don't think you'd probably come across somebody, especially here in the Western world, that doesn't even know what Facebook is. Well, to be honest, I think Facebook isn't as active with the younger folk. I think we're in that older crowd now, and I think that's why it's so prevalent for us. We're right in that age group and older than us. You say we're getting older? I'm saying that Facebook's probably more for that because I interact with younger people a lot. Since my hobby is Minecraft, and that's primarily, you know, younger people, 20-some-year-olds. But and you interact on Facebook groups with them, right? I do, <laughs> but most of the time, the hardcore players and the younger people are actually on other forms of social media. Such as? Twitter, Discord. Okay, so... Things like that. Twitter is different from Facebook, and as you can only have so many characters, right, that you can post on Twitter at a time? Uh, yeah, but it's not that hindering. And something else about Twitter, like, I have personal people. Like, my cousin is on Twitter, and I keep up with his posts on there. But it's not as personal usually, and a lot of the celebrities and things like that. And you can interact with people that you'd never be able to contact before. And you can do that with Twitter. I think that's actually a really awesome thing. Why do you think that seems to be more so through Twitter than, say, like Facebook? Why do you think that's, why does it seem to be geared towards that? Because I've heard of a lot of celebrities say that they prefer Twitter. And I'm trying to figure out why you think that is, that maybe celebrities are more geared towards the Twitter interface as opposed to Facebook. I just think it it blew up uh, several years ago and it just took off. I think it's simpler. It, it's more concise. You get your post out there. Celebrities usually are trying to sell something. I'm usually trying to sell something on Twitter, whether it's this podcast, my other podcast, or a server. You know, I'm using that as advertising. But at the same time, you can kind of interact. And the the trick of it, the art of it, is doing it where you don't seem like you're selling, right? Okay, so you think Twitter's used more as an advantage tool than really an interaction so much, whereas Facebook is more interaction-based, you think? I think Twitter's a little more anonymous. Okay. I think there's a lot of accounts that, because you can have your at name totally different than your real name. So, and Facebook requires you to use your actual name. At least that's what they want you to do. Okay. So you can kind of hide behind the screen a little more. Absolutely. And there's a lot of fake accounts. There's also a lot of news on Twitter, which you have that on Facebook right. too. Now, how reliable is that? Well, that's know, news in general. That's a whole nother issue Podcast. There. That's a whole nother podcast discussion. Absolutely. <laughs> Write that one down, right? Um, another one that's been very prominent, has been a discussion actually in our house lately, has been TikTok. Oh, I love TikTok. Okay, now I have... A little more disdain for TikTok than the others. Right, but you're you're watching the other social media and you're watching the news you're getting from there. And there's a lot of mis 
information about it on there, I think. Well, I think for me, because Facebook is more of like your choice. It's people you choose to be your friends, right? You accept their friendship and things like that. So it's your people you choose to interact with a little bit more. It right? doesn't have to be, though. And, but that's kind of the, the thought process behind it. I mean, Maybe. TikTok is, from everything I've so much been gathered, it's a bunch of videos that just fill up your time. I mean, well, it can be other stuff, but that's, I mean, that's kind of what it's become famous for is funny cat videos and well, yeah, guys hurting themselves on skateboards. It's definitely a video platform such as YouTube. Now, YouTube's really big, right? right? And and that's the same type of thing. Now, you can have long videos and, and you also have shorts on there, which the shorts is pretty much TikTok. They're the same type of media and it's video and yeah, there's bad stuff. There's bad stuff on Facebook. There's bad stuff on Twitter. Right. There's bad stuff on the news locally. So it's what I think the reason you're so comfortable with Facebook, let's say over TikTok is for one, you've used it and you've got your core group of friends and the people you see. So your feed seems fairly safe to you. It's my own bubble. Right. Now, the same thing can be said about TikTok. You can follow certain people, and then that's what your feed fills up with. Your feeds, of course, went just like on Hulu, when you turn that on, or Netflix, right? They give you tons of suggestions, and most of it is total Trash. junk. Yeah, total junk. The same thing with TikTok. Before they know you or have an algorithm on you, they're going to show you all kinds of stuff, trying to get, see what you click on, See what entices you so they can keep giving you what you want to see. Hmm. Interesting way of putting that, like with the Hulu thing. Because we've talked about that. Like we use Hulu and we get annoyed at their suggestions. Because it's not even close to what we'd ever watch. Right? Absolutely. Um, It's interesting. So there was this huge article that just came out uh, about a week or two ago about the downfalls of, of social media. And you kind of hit upon it. But we might as well kind of take it that further. With any social media, you have to be vigilant. You have to be aware. Whether you're an adult or a kid, you have to be aware. Now, I would say, um, it's, I put this on my list for later, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now here, that if you allow your child to have social media, you should be vigilant in what your child is doing. Right. And I think you also, whatever platform, like, for instance, our son used Discord before we ever even knew what it was. Uh, yeah, Discord's like a chatting app, sort it, It's of. basically, a, yeah, it's... It's like a chat room? It's almost like a Facebook group, but it's geared towards gamers, and there's so much more you can do with it. It's interactive, just like Facebook has games. They have games on there. It's a little more not as user interface friendly, so it takes, like, coding skills and things like that to really get into it. But it's something I wanted to give a try, and I found very, very useful for what we use it for. But I'm starting to understand it, so now I can better, not censor, but I can kind of watch over what our son is doing right. on it. It makes it easier to monitor what he's doing because you know how it works. Right, just because you don't understand it, yeah, that makes it scary in itself, but that doesn't make it necessarily wrong. Right. It's It really falls back on the user Yes, and obviously, I mean, I believe, you know, you train your child in the way you should go, but kids are naturally disobedient. We live in a fallen world. They're going to see things you don't want them to see. 
What I do like is that there are now things being put on certain sites of social media and social networking that allow you to literally see the videos they've liked, see what they've watched in the past 24 hours. So you kind of get an idea of what they are doing with their time. Some might call it being you a helicopter parent, you're going too far, you don't let your kids have freedom. There is freedom, but there's also, it's a good way to train your child in the things they should and shouldn't be doing. I'm so glad, mom out there, that you didn't have these apps to watch over me. <laughs> that your mom couldn't see what you were doing when you were a kid. Exactly. I was not that kid. And for me, I actually, even when Facebook came out and we began that journey, I was hesitant just because I don't, I don't want too much getting out there and I don't want all of that. You know, some of that gets in your head of, you know, what gets put out in the world and what gets put out is what you put out really, you know, but then when our kid got old enough, to start having some of this stuff, I got, I think, even more alarmed because kids don't always filter themselves and they can give too much information. They can get entrapped in, into things, you know? And I'm like, you know, and as we've said before, our kid is on the spectrum and, like, does he know where those boundaries are? And so it causes me a little more hesitation and a little more safety net oriented than I think for you just because I'm, I want to, Yes, he needs to grow up, but I want to keep him a little bit in a bubble because he doesn't need to see everything. Yeah, I'm ready to pop the bubble and let him experience. This is a fallen world. We live in an absolutely fallen world, and you're going to run into it. I'd rather you be prepared, run into the small stuff as you go along. Come to us. Hey, I'm feeling uncomfortable, or this doesn't seem right. Or we we watching him or notice something, and we can bring it up in the moment. And then we can teach him how to interact or how to delete that or how to avoid that in the future, too. True. But by doing that is also, I mean, monitoring. Like, exactly that. I've gone through and I've said, hey, we, we've had issues with Discord servers before with him and stuff like that. We went back to see what he did, see his interactions. And I think that you cannot, as a parent in this day and age, you cannot be hands-off with your kids and technology. I see parents that hand their kids the tech and just walk away and assume that it's all going to be gravy and that they know better. But the truth is that they get enticed by other people and they may say things they normally wouldn't, or they may be part of that. And I think we have to be aware of that. Well, I don't think it's a social media problem. I think it's a child sin problem. And I think it's both. I think that, I think, yes, it is a sin problem ultimately, but I think that by, by just extending a hand and allowing your kids all those platforms and letting them run free, I think can do a disservice. I mean, I ask all the people that are, our age or older even, you know, think about when you were a kid, it wasn't social media necessarily, but you were doing things you weren't supposed to. I get that, but I think now because of, for one, online predators are very real. It's a very real thing. We have to be aware of that stuff, you know, and you just need to prepare your children for things that can happen. Um, our son had an interaction like a year ago with a kid on a PlayStation talking back and forth during gaming time. And he said, you know, this kid asked me this question. It was really weird. And I talked to him and I explained to him that I don't, I didn't think it was a kid for one. And, and, you know, so I'm listening to this guy, quote guy, you know, talk to our kid. And it's amazing how scary some of that becomes because kids don't always see it. Kids can be too trusting. And I want him to also understand that not everybody is who they seem to be maybe that maybe that's part of the problem why i don't see the problem because i typically trust people first i understand that but this world is not you said it yourself we live in a fallen world so 
trust but verify is is a great motto to live by um and to prepare your children that they may run into those kind of moments on social media or in platforms or things like that and that happens in the real world too right you don't don't go up to the van that says free puppies on the side and oh uh, <laughs> but they're so cute i want I a puppy mine would be free books it'd get me every time but you you know you just don't do that right we've we got ingrained of stranger danger when we were kids. You know, that got ingrained to us in, in school and things like that. It's no longer just stranger danger as far as in person. It is online predatory danger. And I think that we should be open with our kids and telling them that those things can happen. I think if we don't, we, we're not preparing them for what could happen. Well, I'll absolutely agree with that. That we have to be open. We have to be honest. And we have to not hide this bad stuff from them either. I think too I many parents... Too many parents try to treat this world like Candyland, and it's nothing like that. It's not this paradise with no, candy everywhere. No fairy princesses. Unfortunately. That'd be great, Candyland. I know. Mm. Man, now I want a piece of candy. And gumdrops. But that wouldn't go well with the podcast. Mm, another day. Okay, so <laughs> um, social media is, is very useful. I mean, we've used it to make contacts with our family, with our friends. We've done business because of social media. Um, I've been able to have, you know, gospel encounters with people from other countries, which just blows my mind that I can contact people in other countries and share things with them. That's the cool thing about the internet as a whole, I think, and the world we do live in now. And the I'm not huge on technology, but there is some coolness to technology. And that's one of them for me is the fact that I now have two guys from Pakistan that I regularly can converse with about things biblically. And that's amazing. Who would have thought that 20 years ago that that, that was going to be common day knowledge to do that? Right. Yeah. It amazes me how small this world really is because I'm on Discord all the time for the gaming stuff. And I'm talking to people all over the world, Pakistan, Philippines, Australia, you know, Great Britain, here, California, just all over. And we might be talking all at once, which is really cool. And not just voice, but chatting or voice. And that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you bring in the things like YouTube where you can make videos and you can post them, which is, that's what I do for ministry. And that's, that's really neat. That's something I never would have seen myself doing. And there's a perfect example. There's plenty of bad things on YouTube. There are. And there's amazing things like your videos that you would say are very wholesome and very good and very godly. Yes. So it, but a lot of parents would say, no, I'm not going to let my kid watch YouTube because there's horrible stuff on there. I, and I get that, right? There's good with the bad. But that's why I'm emphasizing the monitoring. We should be aware. And also, us as adults, just because it's there doesn't mean you have to watch it. I mean, some stuff doesn't need to be in your head, in my opinion. I agree. You know? I think so, we need to filter ourselves right, first. Right, we do. We need more and, filter. And even with the parenting aspect of this, we need to be an example to our children Absolutely. in what we're watching. Yes. Don't tell your kids, hey, you need to go to bed so I can watch, I don't know, Game of Thrones right, or something. Exactly. Now, granted, as adults, we can watch things our, we would not allow our kid. But still, for the most part, I will say we don't do a lot of that. Because if if we want to train him to be a godly young man, we should be walking that way ourselves. So we don't watch a whole lot of what I would say filth. But cheers. Cheers. That's the right. We're watching Cheers right now, which I, I never thought I would like, but I have fallen in love with Norm. Yeah, but that's horrible. They're in a bar. That's I know. That. And that's what's so 
show I'm enjoying when they're in a bar. Not that I mind if you have a drink, but I'm just not a bar person, so I find it funny. That now that brings up another topic, what's offensive, right? That's such a subjective it thing. Is, right? Now, of course, we have very firm rules within biblical principles sure. that we need to live by. And but beyond should. that, being offended by something is such a subjective thing. So you can't tell me what I'm offended by, and I shouldn't tell you what you're offended by. But I do know what God's offended by, so I'm exactly. going with that. And that's okay. And that's that it should be your base. But I think so many people go well beyond that and make these things up. Oh, that's bad, so nobody should watch it. Well, I think too, it's like you say, it's it's a subjective, right? One person has no problem watching horrible, gory, disgusting stuff, and someone like me is gonna be like, oh no, 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 I'm gonna back away with a 10-foot pole, right? There's a lot of different people in this world. There's, you know, people of faith, people of not of faith, people of different countries and, and backgrounds and, and historical perspectives that bring a lot of different things to the table, which is one of the great things about our world is that we do have, you know, a whole mixture of people. It's like a big pot of chili. You throw a whole bunch of stuff in there and it still comes out pretty good. But we can choose to weed out the stuff we don't want in that pot and make the pot a little bit better. And that's what the filter is supposed to do is weed that stuff out of your life so that the pot's just a little sweeter. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Excellent. So we have a lot of usefulness of social media, but there's also annoyances with social media. Like things that really just bug me. Like I get so irritated when we'll be having a conversation or kid you not, Chris said something the other day about just some random drink or something. And literally, I was on Facebook an hour later just checking something and there was an ad for that drink. I was so frustrated. Like, why is my phone listening to me like that? That's just, I know that's how our day is in advertising, but that frustrates me to no end. But that, you know you can turn that off. You can. Absolutely. Uh, Every app has that ability. I probably should look into that. Yeah, it's in a setting. Now they don't make it totally right there in front because they want... Data on you and information on you is very valuable to everybody. But now, let me flip that. I like that I'm seeing ads for stuff that I might actually be interested in. But not everything you talk about is stuff you're actually interested in. That's what that's what makes it funny. Oh, I know that. And it is funny. It, it's ironic and all those things. It really things. is, right? But I don't mind it as much. I've heard that a lot. Or people, like, they're like, I don't want them to listen or i don't want them to know where i'm at i don't care you can follow me everywhere i go i actually like it because i get money from google play store as i show <laughs> up and go all around this country because they ask me questions so i like that kind of stuff i like it when i'm looking for a minecraft server to host with i like that it's gonna start showing me a bunch of options here now of course those are the only ones that are paying instead of putting the money into the actual product but there's that yeah but yeah it is interesting how they're always listening your phone's always listening they're always gathering data on you and a lot of people are worried about cameras on the highways and seeing your face my face is out there everywhere anyways i'm actively posting it on facebook well, no one looks quite like you i know that's right <laughs> if you get caught we'll know yeah <laughs> that's for sure yeah but it's just it's it's crazy to me how how much it comes at you now and because of that like i mean it just it i mean we used to have like ads on tv right but hardly any of us watch tv now anymore we have streaming of everything 
But it just, it cracks me up to see an ad for something I was just thinking about or talking about. And to me, that it's almost going too far. I don't mind the ad so much, but the fact that I was just talking about it and the fact that then you show me that, it just blows my mind. I love the fact, I find it very funny when I'm looking at something on my phone and my phone's connected to our home Wi-Fi. Well, it's taking a, a certain IP address. I don't want to get into the details of that, but it takes our home IP address, sees that I'm searching for something, Minecraft related or whatever, and then it actually will put that onto your phone and when you're looking at stuff, because you're on the same Wi-Fi, the same IP address. And I find that kind of hilarious, actually. Or the one the other day, looking at feminine products on my end. <laughs> I don't need to see that. So, yeah, I guess it does go both directions, And right? just like this podcast, we say one size fits all, but doesn't fit either one of us. No. Their algorithms are so broke for me. At least. Oh, yeah. It doesn't fit at all most of the time. So let me ask you, have you ever clicked on a Facebook ad and had it be useful? Have yeah, you ever... my belt I'm wearing right now. Yeah, your belt. Your shirt, you brought that shirt that one time. Right. Yeah, so a couple has happened. So it's been useful a time or two. And people get so mad, you don't have to buy it. And by the way, go get a VPN or something and... Get an ad blocker. You can There's get There's ways of, around that Yeah, stuff you now. can get around most if all If you really that, care. If you really care about it. I don't care that much. I don't want to do that much work. <laughs> so, so I was reading. So that's what I think of social media. But I learned something today. I always strive to learn something. Social media actually encompasses eight things. Okay. All right. So the first one is social networks, which is your Twitter, your Facebook, your TikTok, your LinkedIn. Okay. Wait, TikTok's the same as Facebook on there? It is. That, I don't think that's I know, accurate. Right? And, but it was added as with a star next to it, and I couldn't see what the star meant, so I'm not really sure what they're going for there. Um, the second one is media sharing, which gives you your YouTube, your Instagram, and your Snapchat. Okay. All right. Three are discussion forums like Reddit and Quora. Okay, yeah. Reddit, I've, I've played around on Reddit quite a bit. Okay. I've never really used it. And when I do Google searches, Quora comes up very often. I hate having to try to click in there, and it seems kind of scammy to me a little bit. But I'm not, I don't know enough about it to say one way or the other. Okay. Uh, four on the list is bookmarking, and that would be things like your Pinterest, because you can share those and, and change them and make suggestions and stuff like that. I use a lot for suggestions for things I do with activities with the kids at church and stuff. Food. I make you food, right? I like um, food. Yeah, so that's what bookmarking, bookmarking comes into play there. Uh, number five are consumer reviews. That's your Yelp, your TripAdvisor, things like that. No, that comes very useful. I love reading reviews. Yeah. Um, I leave Google reviews for places. You Do know, it all stuff the like time. That. Yeah, it's very helpful, by the way. And be honest with your review. Even if it's bad, people, leave an honest review because that's very helpful to the rest of the world. Except for on us. Rate us five stars everywhere. <laughs> every time. Every time. <laughs> um, number six is blogging and publishing. That's your WordPress, your Tumblr, things like that. I'm not so quite into that. Well, WordPress is kind of like Wix or Weebly as far as I understood. And it was a website hosting place. But okay. And it's treated as a blog publisher. So. Yeah, it's easy to do there. Okay. I think it's set up for blogging mostly. Yeah. And I think now the problem is too, bloggers, a lot of people just have a Facebook account and they just use that as a blog. And we've kind of transferred some of that stuff. 
Um, seven was social shopping, which is your Etsy and your fancy stuff like that that you can buy. It's called social media shopping. Oh, where you get all the knockoff stuff. Right, or all the like weird independent cutesy stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. The homemade stuff. Yes, exactly. Um, and number eight is interest-based media. And the first thing on that list was my favorite thing, which is Goodreads. Okay, there you go. <laughs> right? And that's an app where you can go and review books and talk about books and, and make suggestions and keep a list of books you've read. And it's always super fun. Now, are there bad things on there? Well, yes, but here's the difference. There, here's the difference. You only see, I can, only, I can see what my friends are reading, but that's it. I can just see the title of the book they're reading. I don't have to see the whole synopsis. I don't have to see any of that. And I can choose to not see their stuff. Did you know something like Discord? You can't be part of a server group without a direct invite to that group. So, like, you have to be invited to belong? Yeah. Yeah. That's And that's how most things are, though, aren't they? I mean, you have to be invited to be a friend of Facebook. Goodreads the same. Someone might say, hey, this person wants to be your friend. I have to accept them. Right. So it's the same thing. You're self-filtering as the user. True. But still, even with self-filtering, there are some people we'd like to get rid of. Uh, of course. <laughs> We're like, wow, I didn't know they were like that. Yeah, it's um, all that way, though. So, yeah, those were the eight types of social media, which I thought was interesting. Because in, in my head, I just so separate them and social media has just become like Facebook, Twitter platforms in my head. But it's really not. No, social media can be even... Th- XM Radio, almost. Like, it's a form of social media. Or this podcast, podcast. Or any other podcast. Which, yeah, it doesn't even mention podcasts anywhere on the list, which I found very interesting. This just list came out last year. It, it Fake was... news. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do they call the podcast anyway? Uh, I mean, there's no P's to put in a pod. It, We're not well, in a pod. Casting, I mean, you understand that. We're casting. Only We're when broadcasting, I'm fishing. Right? Oh, broadcasting. Okay, sure. Right. But why is it a podcast then? Because it's a smaller broadcast. It's small like a pee pod. This that came out, makes great sense This now. came out years and years ago, by the way. I've been wow. listening to podcasts for years now. Oh, I've heard them. I just was wondering if you actually knew what they... That makes great sense. Thank you. That That's really cool to know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't have this big head for nothing. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so social media can be used for good or evil like anything else. Okay. But we want to encourage you out there to use social media wisely, for one. Two, don't be afraid of it. It is great to have. Uh, keep track of your friends. Keep track of your high school classmates. Keep track of your colleagues. Um, for work, uh, you know, your church, like we have church outings, we send out media invites and stuff, great things, um, that we can do. And so it's really helpful. Just be smart with it. Like you are with anything else. And, you know, don't, the great thing about social media is if you don't want to be someone's friend, you don't have to. (laughs) I mean, if someone random asks to be your friend, you don't have to accept their invite. That brings up kind of a small topic there. What's that? With blocking people or unfriending people. I have unfriended a couple people. Okay, I, you, unless they're way over the top, I don't unfriend anybody, but I've been unfriended a lot, especially with the politics and all the division we have in this country over even the COVID stuff. Right. There's been a lot of division. I want to hear the other side, and I think that is a problem with social media. When you only surround yourself with the people that you're like-minded, 
that's all you ever hear and you never hear an opposing view. Well, and I'm okay with that. I agree. We should be in conversation with the other side, right? Because that's how we learn. That's how we grow. But in in the person I unfriended, it was what it was like evil. Okay, this person was posting very evil things, very things that made me very uncomfortable and and just not good. And so there comes a point where there's there was no benefit to being this person's friend. Their posts were uh, wrong and just sickening, really. And so I unfriended that person. And I don't know that they ever noticed because they never asked to be my friend again. So maybe they didn't even notice. Well, I wouldn't know. Right. I don't pay that close of attention to my friends list. Yeah. It's weird, though. Like, somebody... I remember when Facebook, when we first joined Facebook years ago, and somebody said, oh, I've got so and so many friends on Facebook. And then I asked the question, I'm like, how many of those people do you actually see in person? They're no. like, oh, I don't know, probably just my parents and a couple of people. And it's just interesting how that's taking the place of, like, friends. Like, especially young people, it seems like that's their friend base now. Well, and, like, that topic... I had a friend from high school. I call him a friend. I would consider him a friend. I haven't talked to him since <laughs> high school in person, maybe one time. Do you know anything about this person? Yeah, I do. <laughs> but he made some kind of post or something saying, hey, I'm going to go through my friends list if I don't actually know you. And I'm like, I hope you continue to be my friend, at least on here, because I still enjoy that interaction that we do have, even if it's not in person. I think you can have a full friendship and never even meet the person. I think it's possible. Absolutely. I just think it's funny that at the same time, what we used to think of as friends, you know, kids you grow up with and stuff, and now it's someone you just have on social media and you don't always, you know, notice them. It's but funny. it doesn't make it wrong. I think as we get older, too, we look back, nostalgia, things like that. Oh, this is the way we used to do it, so that's the better way. It's okay. To, it's okay to change. It's okay to get with the times. It might be better for you, but stop trying to live everybody else's life and make them live like you. That's a whole problem in general That's in just society. A general problem in the world. Yeah. Yes. I will say this. Okay. Couple final thoughts here. Be smart with social media. Do not let social media overwhelm you. You know, I love social media. It's fun. It's cool. But put your phones down, people. It's okay to talk to actual people. Oh, don't give me that potty face. Don't let the technology overwhelm the real world life that you have. Okay? Don't be texting and driving and doing all that. Don't be so tech involved that you miss the good stuff right in front of you. And I think that that's a real problem in our society now is that we have, we have used technology so much that we can almost alienate people around us because of technology use. So I think that there's... There's borders, there's lines, and you need to be aware of that so that you don't alienate people. And I think that that's important. And I think that, obviously, there's a time and a place, you know? I don't think you should be sitting there on social media in the middle of a church service. That obviously would not be probably appropriate. You need to be aware of when it is and is not appropriate. You need to be paying attention in life. But how else am I supposed to send a messenger to my pastor on a funny <laughs> article about preaching and Star Wars? After. Oh. Oh, right. Oops. Whoops. Uh, sorry about that, Pastor. Um, okay, so that's that's really, in a nutshell, what I think of social media. I, I like it. I could probably live without it. No, I'm not giving it up. But I, I think that... With everything, like anything, it's in moderation. I think that that's, the key. that's one of the big keys. Okay. 
Okay. I'm glad you think that way. I do. I probably disagree with some of those I final points. I know you points. do. That's probably why I said the thing I said before. Um, <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, do you, you know, if you use social media, just be smart with it. Think about it. And enjoy it for what it can do for you. Hit us up. Don't hit us, though. That would hurt. Yeah. Find our social media. Us, like, personally? Yeah, sure. people don't know this. Well, they could. They could. We love all of you. We do. And we thank you for being our valid listeners. Yeah, this podcasting is really fun for us. It's a new hobby for us. We're smiling ear to ear doing this. And it's great. And this really is how we talk to each other all the time. So you're just hearing our conversation. So I hope you... Sickening, isn't it? (laughs) I hope you enjoy. So, all right. Well, we thank you for listening to One Size Fits All podcast. Hope you learned a little bit something and had fun along the way. Bye now. Thank you.